You're listening to E-Commerce Marketing School, presented by Privy and Printful. Mark, welcome to the show. I'm super excited. We actually connected a year ago around Black Friday when you took me up on an offer to take advantage of a call together and and prepare for last year's holiday. And actually, you're, you're now... If I look back at the last couple of weeks of episodes, you're the third husband and wife duo that I've had on in the last three weeks, which is awesome to see all those success stories. So for everyone listening, Mark Potterbaum's here with me today. He and his wife, Becky, started a keto-focused brand called Keto Bakes. They started it in their basement, I just heard, just before COVID hit. They've grown rapidly, and they sell all sort of keto-friendly mixes and products. So I'm super thankful to call them a customer. And there's so much to chat about since last Black Friday. So I want to focus in there a bit. So Mark, welcome to the show. Oh man, thank you. It's an honor to be here. Yeah. So let's start for people that aren't familiar. Tell us about Keto Bakes. Well, it started from uh, out of necessity, if you want to call it that. About five years ago or so, I was dealing with um, a lot of health issues, arthritis, carpal tunnel, and I have really bad ADHD on top of that. And so I was getting shots every couple of months in like six parts of my body because of pain. And we have a bunch of special needs kids we've adopted. So we've always been kind of more of a, we look at food as a medicine. And I was getting these shots and my wife came in one day and she said, hey, why don't you, let's consider doing something different on your diet. She said, most of these pain points in your body joints are caused by inflammation and the, um, your ADHD is probably caused by inflammation. She said, I think if we could reduce the inflammation in your body, we might be able to help straighten some of this out. So her suggestion was to try the, keto, the ketogenic diet, which I'll be honest, I really knew nothing about. Mm-hmm. And um, for those who don't know, it's a lot of like high fats, moderate protein, and then low to no carbs. In my case, it was really kind of like no carbs. And so it took me a couple months to get into it, to really get it going. But once... I kind of got the flow going of what I could and couldn't eat. I did notice a tremendous difference in my ADHD, my ability to focus. But the real big thing that I hadn't really expected to have happen was that I haven't had to have a shot. It'd be five years ago this month since I had the last wow. shot for my Congrats. joints. And I was getting them every, I was getting six shots every two months. And so I'm, we're not making any medical claims here. But in my case, the inflammation went down so much from doing the ketogenic diet that I wanted to adopt as a lifestyle. But the challenge with that is, man, it's a really restrictive diet. I mean, it's like all the bacon you can eat because it's fats. But, you know, even that, which is hard to imagine that getting boring. But uh, you can't do cookies or cakes or cupcakes or just a bread. No bread in general because you can't have gluten. You can't have grains, no carb, no gluten, whatever. And most of it just doesn't taste great. So then she began, you know, trying online recipes, looking at bloggers and and a lot of stuff, again, people say, oh, we love this stuff. And she'd make it. She's like, man, it tastes like cardboard. And so <laughs> she began to really, and she's like one of these, she's, people have always joked my wife has like a perfect palate where she can eat anything and say, oh, it needs this or that or a little less of this. And she would just be like, this isn't rocket science. She said, I'm just going to figure out how to do these things on my own. And it was really simply for our, our own personal family's consumption. We wanted to have pizza. Well, you know, one, on Friday nights, we yeah. wanted to enjoy cupcakes and pies and desserts for the holidays and for birthdays and things like that. 
And who doesn't love a good chocolate chip cookie once in a while? So it literally just, we did it for ourselves. And about two years ago, we began thinking, man, because friends of ours would come by and say, hey, can I have some of your little mix? My wife actually started to make the mix, mixes up in bags just to put on her own shelves because it took so much time to, you know, to make all right. these custom things up. So she would actually bag up 20 bags of pizza mix and stick them on the shelf just for our personal consumption. And friends would come by and say, can I have one of your pizza mixes? Or, hey, can I have a burger mix or something like that? And so we just came back and I, about two years ago, I said, you know, I think this would work as a business. So right before COVID, great timing, we started an online business. And actually, it turned out it was great timing because one of the things that happened during the whole COVID process was people were stuck at home. We couldn't go to restaurants and people began to think, I'll just bake on my own. And fortunately for us, that just skyrocketed our sales. <laughs> so we were one of, the, one of the businesses that benefited from the COVID events. That's amazing. And so, so you started in the basement, you're making these mixes, you and your wife, you're selling online, and now you're like a seven-figure business, right? Yeah, actually, it was crazy. We actually did seven figures last year in our first year, the startup. So this year, we're well over that and growing towards it. But yeah, it's been kind of an unexpected ride. But the truth is, again, people love good food. And it's, we're in an industry where there's, unfortunately, there's no regulation. So a lot of people make what they call keto products, and they're not at all keto. Oh, they use ingredients you could never use. They're not low carb. And we're really strict about it because it's our personal lifestyle. And we also have, my wife has these kind of, you want to call them her own set of guidelines. And we try to go by what the people consider clean keto. And we're really strict on how we do things, but it's also got to taste good. And I think that's what's cost us to get there. We have over 60,000 customers now. And it's been a real learning curve for us to go from doing this out of our basement. Um, we moved into a new facility that's 12, 15 times larger than our basement was. And Amazing. so we're just, we're really looking forward to 2022 because this year has been a lot of a transition. You're moving a new facility, but next year is going to be a blast. It's awesome. I'm so happy to hear it. I remember our conversation last year. And uh, I remember at the time we were just helping you prepare for Black Friday and we were talking about some new product launches as a strategy. So maybe let's dive into Black Friday last year. Do you remember like your playbook exactly and how it went and what you learned? Yeah, well, I, I got to confess, we didn't have much of a playbook because we didn't know what to expect. <laughs> but it was about, I think about a month or so before Black Friday, I reached out and you and I had a chance to talk directly. And our plan was at the time, before the phone call with you, our plan was to, you know, we had two new products we were going to launch. And one was like a pumpkin cream cheese muffin. And the other one was cinnamon rolls. And we knew the cinnamon rolls would be a big hit. That was one of the, probably one of the most requested product items that customers and people have been reaching out to us. But we were going to do that all on the Black Friday event. Two new products and um, do all Black Friday at once. And thought that would really be a great way to do Black Friday. But after talking with you, you had suggested we break that into three events. And like I said, when I talked to you, I think it was just one month before Black Friday. So we didn't have much time to make it happen. But we did switch gears. So two weeks before Black Friday, we released the, I think it was the cream cheese pumpkin muffins. And that was great because it was our, up until that point, it was our best sales day ever. Just that release. And that weekend went fantastic. 
And then what the if you following- do exactly though, like when you say you launched a new product, you put some pictures in an email and sent it to- Yeah, actually customers. it was, you know, we put it up on the website. We used, we're a Shopify website, but it was, um, we put an email out, out to all of our customers literally that Friday morning. Hey, you know, new product announcement with a couple of photos in the email, then connecting the opposite of the Shopify website. And again, I'm going to tell you, we were trying to figure this out. We're, you know, we're just learning as we go. And like I said, that was our best weekend ever at that day itself. Wow. And then the following Friday, we decided to launch the cinnamon rolls. And that became the best day ever. And I remember, you know, it's, it's fun, but in Shopify, you know, you can see your online. We actually had some images. I took a snapshot of the screen because we had like at one point, like, you know, 98 customers in our store and like 35 of them have got products in their cart and it was just purchased again that became our best sales event and sales day ever and best sales weekend ever and then the following weekend was black friday and then that turned out to be just a fantastic event so i was we were super grateful for your input because we would we had turned it into one day or like one weekend do the launches of the new products all at once. And I'm sure it would have been great, but I really think by splitting up into three events, we really turned it into probably the two and a half times the overall sales that we would have got out of that. That's incredible. I mean, to take a single selling day like Black Friday, to split it up into three, where you're launching two products exclusively on that day leading up to Black Friday, and then you still have Black Friday. What I love about that is that for those two sales events launching the new products, you don't have to discount anything. There's no promotion. Exactly. Oh, that was a big deal to us also. That was part of what the thought was because I think we did like a 20% off deal for Black Friday. Right. Um, But on the other products, what we'll do sometimes is on a new product, we'll sell, we might on the actual product itself, maybe 10% off if you buy it, just one item and 20%. We usually break them into three packs. You can buy three items and get 20% off that. But it really meant that all the other products on our store were at full retail. And it wasn't just, that's the thing about when people come to our website, they don't just come and buy a roll, a package of cinnamon roll baking mix. I guess I need to be specific. We make baking mixes. We don't make the entire product. We'll start offering that in 2022. That's why I said this year is going to be kind of, this year of transition, part of what our new building is a, a commercial bakery. So we'll start launching, like I said, the baked items that will sell, serve the finished product. But these are just baking mixes we sell. So people aren't coming to our website and buying just one mix. Our usual customer order is about the equivalent of four to five mixes. Hmm. So every time we shot out an email that said, hey, we have this going on, we saw instead of buying just that one new item, they're usually adding four to five, five other items to their cart. And that's why it became so powerful. So three weeks in a row, we did really well. Amazing. So what's also great about that is like, you can't execute anything like that where you're getting multiple purchases in a single month around Black Friday, unless you're launching new products. And then by the time Black Friday comes around, if you said you did 20% off, maybe some of those people that already bought those new products are craving it again, and they come back and make a third purchase. So I'm not surprised, but I'm obviously super excited that it worked out that well. Yeah. Um, but so, so <laughs> it sounds like it, it worked really well last year, right? So we're recording November 8th when we're recording this together. We're less than three weeks to Black Friday. Like, how are you thinking about this year? What's happening at Keto Bakes? 
Well, this year we took a different approach, and I've got to be honest with you, Ben. Prior to this fall, I would say, all through last year and even through the first three quarters of this year, we have been counting on mostly Facebook for the bulk of our sales. Hmm. And I don't know exactly if I can blame it on the, the transition, the changes that Facebook or that Facebook Apple made regarding the advertising program, but it does seem like since about June, our Facebook advertising has not been near as effective as it had been prior to that moment in time. Mm-hmm. Our price per purchase, just like, man, it's killing us. So I hate to admit this. This is a, a company where we saw such great results from last November where we did every week a new launch and then the Black Friday event. Prior to, I think it was September this year, we only did like five emails the entire year where we were bringing out some new products and whatnot. So it was in, I think it was around September 1st, we decided, well, let's do a different approach, not in light of moving towards Black Friday, though it's just, it's worked well towards that, but just a different approach. And I got to backtrack a little bit here. When we first started our business, I think it was just like, we were three or four weeks into it and we found out about Privy. So this is like a year and a half ago plus. And the thing that I got excited about Privy, I didn't know anything about you other than I knew that we had this little pop-up, join our mailing list we could use. And I got to give you guys credit, 70 plus percent of all the customers on my email list right now can be tracked back to that pop-up window. That's amazing. And we restructured our campaign this fall to really begin to utilize a weekly email. Now, I'm in a very fortunate business. Like I said, we make baking mixes, and it's a consumable product. So the average person that gets our mixes, you know, some of them use them within the first week, but they often buy four or five mixes at a time. So within a month or so, they're consuming probably most of the stuff they buy from us. And so we have a lot of repeat customers. And so when we looked at what was going on with our Facebook sales this summer and realized, hey, let's go back. Part of it was that memory of what took place last November, where we did every week, we sent an email out. And you know, there's that we don't want to be that kind of company that overwhelms our consumers and our customers and our, our email um, subscribers with something they don't use when it comes to email after email after email. So we've been really conservative. But back in September, we began this approach of let's put an email out every week. And we're trying to be, you know, where it's not a sale, right? We don't want to do that. We want to offer either some really good information about maybe the keto lifestyle. Yes, we have launched a lot of new products in the last quarter, just because there's stuff we wanted to get out before the holidays, including glazed donuts, chocolate donuts, and cinnamon donuts. We also did our first, what we call a functional keto drink and that's a hot cocoa mix. And if you're familiar, if anybody's familiar with keto, they might be familiar with the term, what they call medium chain triglycerides, because that is crucial to help your body go into ketosis as quickly as possible. And so I think your listeners might, some of those might know what that yeah. is, but this keto drink, this uh, cocoa is the first product we've le- released that has a medium chain triglyceride. We have that in some of our products. But this is actually made for the purpose of getting your body into ketosis quickly. And that was another product launch this quarter. So we have been able to move this quarter a number of products. But the big thing has been that email every week. And we've seen that make a huge impact on our bottom line. So we're keeping that pace up through Good Friday. Not Good Friday, Black Friday. And I think the plan is at this point to make that happen 
throughout the year. And wow. they can become just part of how we do our campaign. Again, we're some weeks it's like, hey, here's uh, recipes that you can use yep. and you know, using some of our other products as a base. Um, here are some mixes where it's a combination of um, like we just came out with a for the holidays uh, was a gingerbread spice uh, pancake mix and then a um, a special vanilla cream topping to go with it. And so it's kind of like goes back to we learned a lot in those three weeks prior to Black Friday of those emails going out. Uh And again, I want to give you guys your crew credit because I look at the stats again this morning. Of those email subscribers that I got from Privy, over 1.1 million of my revenue has come from. That's amazing. Incredible. And that's what we do this for, you know? It's incredible to hear that, Mark. That's awesome. So fill us in a little bit on like the emails between now and Black Friday. So is it that same exact thing? It's an email a week. Some of these are inspiring content, but are you also kind of running the same exact playbook as last year, which is okay, by the way? It's going to be similar because we put out so so many new products in the past quarter. We're trying not to overwhelm one more new product, but mostly it'll be just kind of just keeping our making our customers aware we're here, yeah, and that we've got you know stuff for them. It's been a big deal. So even if you haven't got a new product release, an email a week, and again, we really try to be sensitive to not. Yeah, we don't really do sales, so we haven't been like. Every week, a new sale, a new sale. Now, obviously, we'll do one for Black Friday. Right. And then we'll do one the last day of the year. We kind of did that last year because, again, as a product, you know, the ketogenic world is a diet, quote unquote. And when do we all start our diets? Usually the first of the year. So we'll do a push at the end of the year to launch um, some the week awesome. after Christmas. Awesome. We'll have a promo to launch kind of for the, those people wanting to kick off their new year with a, the ketogenic diet type thing. Nice. Well, Mark, you set the bar high on your first Black Friday. I'm super excited that it went that well. I really can't take credit for it. That was all you. And I'm just excited to see what you end up doing. And I think one of the big takeaways for the audience today is that the power of email, especially with all the changes in this industry right now, has never been stronger. And don't be as shy about essentially building up the frequency of sends, especially with that philosophy around ad value, whether it's recipes or content about, in your case, the lifestyle, in addition to new products and sales. So really appreciate you taking the time to come on, Mark, and wish you luck this holiday season. It's been a blast. And if I could give any from the advice from what we've learned, build your email list from day one as quickly as you can and get qualified people on your email list. It doesn't do any good to have a bunch of people who aren't really interested in your product, but if you can get towards that, make that a goal. Just again, if I wouldn't know, like I said, we were fortunate to start working on our email list just a month into it. But even still, I wish it would have gone from prior to that to really build that list up because uh, it does more. make a difference. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Bill, thanks for the opportunity to be on the show. Yeah, sure. thanks, listen, Love listening to it. It's been a blast. Thanks. Uh, awesome. All right.